The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Uh, expected disappointment for Liverpool last night at Real Madrid. A grand slam in the offing for Ireland. FA Cup quarterfinals and Premier League action. Uh, lots to talk about in terms of field games, uh, but the sport of kings. And Prince John Duggan is at uh, Cheltenham for us. John, good morning. Good morning, King Pat. <laughs> now, John, at uh, 10-4 is the score at the moment, so it looks like the Presbury Cup is going only one way. The Presbury Cup should probably be not talked about anymore, given the trend of the last seven years, where there have been whitewashes and wipeouts and 23-5 and 18-10 and yeah. on track to be 28. The English should just get their act together, sort out their sport over here and stop talking about the Irish domination. This is embarrassing for them. Yeah, it is. Uh, 10-4 and that uh, trend is probably going to, to continue. I didn't see much of the racing. I did see uh, Honeysuckle and what a fantastic, uh, valiant effort uh, on Tuesday. And I also saw Constitution Hill. It was awesome. They were the two races that I managed to catch. Um, yesterday's racing, exciting? Yes, Professional, I would call the performance in the champion chase for Willie Mullins and Paul Tan and their excellence shining through with an urgeman winning the race for the second year in a row. But the story really was in the last race, Pat, was was the bumper. And it was won by a horse called A Dream to Share, trained by an 85-year-old from Dungarvan and Waterford called John Kiley. Been a really successful trainer over many years on the flash and over the jumps, but he'd never had a festival winner before. It was his first festival winner at 85 years of age. He's hale and hearty, and the rider was 67 years younger, 18-year-old John wow. Gleeson, doing his leave insert this summer. His dad, you might know him, Brian Gleeson, he's on RTTV and ITV, really popular guy in the betting ring. And it was a beautiful family story. They bred the horse, the Gleesons down at Waterford. JB McManus bought it. The young lad kept the ride and he won with ice in his veins. It was just a great story. That's yesterday. great. And that's the romance uh, of yes. Cheltenham. So what have we got in store today and tomorrow? Of course, the Gold Cup. Yes. Like today has got seven races. Probably going to be rainy again today. So you'd want to be looking at horses that like soft ground. The feature race today is the Stairs Hurdle. Florine Porter, owned by a group of syndicate out west, west of Ireland, I think it was named after a carpet shop in a pub. So that horse going for three in a row in the stairs hurdle. Um, that's the big one today. And then the Gold Cup tomorrow. Yes, that's what, at half three tomorrow. And you have a Plutar who won the race last year for Rachel Blackmore and Henry de Bromhead. They're back tomorrow. And you have, though, a very clear favourite called Galapon des Chances. And this horse is trained by Willie Mullins, who's the king of Chatham at the moment. He won at Punchestown in December. He won at Leopardstown. He's a really strong travelling horse. He jumps well. And if he gets the distance, he's probably the most likely winner. The big English hope is Brave Man's Game, who won the King George at Kempton in uh, December. And you also have the Grand National winner of last year. Oh, we seem to have lost John. Okay, well, um, we'll we'll park John and Kathleen McNamee, who's sitting with me, is going to preview. Oh, John is back. Yeah, you were just saying when we lost you, John, the Grand National winner from last year. Yes, Noble Yates and Statler and Conflated. So plenty of horses with chances of staying and being competitive on the ground. But the class horse is Galapande Chance, Pat. 
and I think if he wins it he'd be a worthy winner and I hope he does win it Alright John we leave it there enjoy the rest of the Cheltenham Festival so uh, Kathleen um, Liverpool it was not to be I mean it was too big an ask No Jurgen Klopp himself said going into the match that there was about a 1% chance of them actually getting through to the next stage of the Champions League I mean they did put it up to Real Madrid they had a good few chances probably should have scored one or two goals uh, yeah. but I mean Did when not, you no have... one say to Jurgen Klopp hang on a second you put seven past United <laughs> <laughs> he also lost one nil to Bournemouth. <laughs> They're very up and down in these things. But I suppose when you look at the the line out that Real Madrid have, I'm, Vinicius Junior, his setup for Kareem Benzema was absolutely delightful. And then you look at Liverpool playing James Milner, and some of the players have probably seen better days. So it it wasn't to be for them last night. They did do a good showing, but uh, yeah, I don't think anyone was really expecting them to put three past. Alright, and in our neighbouring island we have two things going on in parallel which is a bit unusual. The quarterfinals of the FA Cup and the Premier League continues. Yeah, it was a bit strange, uh, the football schedule at the moment, because obviously we've Champions League this week, we've Europa League tonight, and then we've FA Cup and Premier League at the weekend. So uh, a bit chaotic all in all in the FA Cup. It's the quarterfinals. City are taking on Burnley, Brighton are taking on Grimsby Town. Great story there for Grimsby getting all the way. The the magic of the cup, as they say. Uh, Sheffield United playing Blackburn Rovers and Man United taking on Fulham. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, City and United are probably the ones expected to actually win it, but there's still a good few teams in there that could do something considering the fact that City are still chasing the title and United are trying to go for that Europa League glory. Yeah, and then in the Premier League, uh, a lot of important matches. I mean, Southampton can continue to improve from the bottom um, against Spurs because Spurs very in, kind of up odd and form. down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are expecting that Antonio Conte is going to leave during the summer. A bit of talk that Pochettino might return to Tottenham, which would be an interesting return if he could actually do something with them. Arsenal are taking on Crystal Palace in that London derby. This run-in of games is really important for them. Uh, obviously, City are playing at the weekend because they're in the FA Cup uh, as well as uh, United and then Chelsea are taking on Everton and I mean Everton are in that relegation battle Chelsea themselves aren't doing all that well so it's quite an interesting tie Now in rugby and of course we're looking at the culmination of the Six Nations uh, we have all the games on Saturday which uh, you know Scotland, Italy a curtain raiser then France and Wales as Wales try to salvage something from an abysmal season and then the Ireland big one. And England at the Aviva. Yeah, now this is going to be, I mean, I'm nervous even just thinking about it leading into the weekend. It would be the first time ever that Ireland have won a Grand Slam on Irish soil. Uh, obviously, England did it here in 2003, so we'll be hoping to replicate that. It's Johnny Sexton's last ever. Six Nations game he's obviously he equaled the record that Ronan O'Gara set for most points in the championship last weekend so he'll also be looking to beat that record out uh, and I mean we had so many injuries there was five players that went off last weekend yeah. there's there's a few sore bodies around the place um, the team is expected to be announced around half four today it's a little later than it normally is because of those injuries just so Andy Farrell can kind of see who's feeling what but uh, I think most people expect Ireland to win this considering the form that England are in but they're also the sort of team that you can never count out I mean they would love to come to Dublin St. Patrick's weekend ruin Ireland's Grand Slam hopes and take a bit of a scalping off them but I mean most of the pundits we've had on off the ball this week like you know Matt Dawson the like former England players are all seem very confident that Ireland will win their hope is that it just won't be a total hiding for their team
Mm, I always uh, worry about a wounded lion and uh, what might uh, uh, lie in store with an ambush because there's no doubt last week's performance was so awful. There has to be some oh, sort completely. of... Oh, completely. I mean, these are professional players, the likes of Owen Farrell. You know, Tuilagi has never lost to Ireland before he's expected to be in the team. So it's going to be an interesting one. I I think Irish people are fairly confident, but I also don't think we can be too overconfident going into this game. Kathleen McNamee from Off the Ball, uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.